How would you feel if you woke up in a strange hotel room? If the telephone operator and the bellboy called you by a strange name? And if you noticed a strange perfume that you knew you had never used? It didn't make sense to me either, but there it was. 
rather, there she was. I didn't see her and I didn't hear her, not at first anyway, but she was there. I could tell by her perfume. It had to be Mrs. Ferris. Who else could it be? I was in her room and her perfume was all around me, trying to wake me up. Trying to... No. No, not all around me, but there. There, by the telephone. Something. Oh, my head felt like I'd been drugged. 
All the time? Or at night, anyhow? There it was again. No, not it. She. Perfume. And that fretful little cry. This is Paris. This is Paris. There was only the perfume. Yes, Mike, thank you. Well, what is it? Why, it's just... Excuse me, ma'am, but, well, you hardly ever touch your food. You really must be feeling better. Oh, I am. I wonder, Mike, could you get me a paper? A newspaper? From my space, I gathered I hardly ever touch one of those either. But I had to know where I was. What day it was. I thought, Mike, that I... Might like to go out shopping. Sure, Mrs. Ferris. Sure thing. I'll bring one up for you in a jiff. What was I doing sitting on a strange bed in a strange hotel room trying to outguess a bellhop and figure out what was wrong with some woman I'd never even heard of? Mrs. Ferris, or no Mrs. Ferris, I was Pat Hopkins, Mrs. Thomas Hopkins. And I was going to get dressed and get out of here. Let somebody else make some sense out of it. The thing to do was to get to a phone booth someplace and call Tom. And if I couldn't get Tom, then go to the police. Oh, here, newspaper. Newspaper, good. Friday, the 16th. Friday. Wasn't there something about Thursday, something I had to do on Thursday, Thursday afternoon? Oh, well, what does it matter? The thing to do was to, to get up. It wasn't possible. The door was locked. seems to be locked. Can you send somebody up, please? Why, Mrs. Harris? Just as soon as possible. Thank you. But nobody came. Go ten minutes and try it again. Operator, nobody came. Why, I'm sorry, Mrs. Harris. I'll send somebody up just as soon as possible. This time I knew nobody would come. Hotels don't send somebody up to unlock a door as soon as possible. They send them right now. I was being kept a wondering if I'd lost my mind maybe along about then. Nothing else made any sense. And I felt so tired. So tired. Too tired to think. It was all too much. Oh, there was that ticking again. How could I fight? Well, I didn't know what I was fighting or why I was there or what I was supposed to do. How could I help myself or even Mrs. Ferris, whoever she was? Oh. 
supposed to help you. But how? How can I do anything locked in here like this? Operator. Why, Mrs. Ferris, I was just going to call you. I forgot to tell you before. Mr. Ferris left word he'd be back before noon. But the door. He should be along any minute now. perfume stronger than before. No. Something more than perfume. A musky something. Fear. Why, Mrs. Ferris, why fear? What is your husband going to do to you? Why are you afraid of him? What is he going to do to me? Mrs. Ferris, you've got to help me. I'm the one he's going to find here. And I don't know anything about him or what's between you. Dear heaven, I don't even know his name. I didn't hear him come up to the door. I didn't need to. The musky smell got so strong it was almost overpowering. And then curiously, as the door opened, it seemed to fade. The reason was soon obvious. Mr. Ferris was not alone. Well, my dear, I've brought someone to see you. Oh, Mrs. Ferris, I don't expect you to remember me. I'm Harvey McDonald. Oh, yes, how nice. You're looking very well. It's amazing how well she does look. Well, if I could only get her over this despondency. It's the uh, medicine that does it, of course. Medicine? Well, catch all. I've been through all that with a doc. Take away the drugs and the pain is unbearable. So, six of one and half a dozen the other. But I keep a careful watch. Afraid if I leave her alone too long. Well, you know what I mean. Yes, of course. What a pity. Yes. Well, now, if you'd like to take a look... My husband's so-called as I was deaf and dumb to talk about me the way he did right in front of me. And his friend, too. Or maybe everybody thought I was so dopey from the drugs I didn't hear anything unless it was spoken right in front of my face. Well, maybe the real Mrs. Ferris was dope, but I wasn't. And maybe she had some terrible pain, but I didn't. Only I didn't think she had either. I had a hunch she'd been given those drugs forcibly. Otherwise, why would you be so frightened of him? And it would make a perfect setup, wouldn't it, if he wanted to kill her? Everybody would think she had committed suicide because she was so despondent. He could just shove her out a window and then... <gasps> All I can think of is that awful ticking. And something about a Thursday afternoon. Every Thursday afternoon. Thursday afternoons at 2.30 sharp. Sharp. But what on Thursday afternoons at 2.30 sharp? And why had Tom laughed at me for wanting to do it, whatever it was? Why had he poked fun at me? And why did it all have to happen to me now here? If Mrs. Ferris had to be helped by somebody, why was the somebody me? Why, how could I possibly do to help her? was stronger than she was, but I wasn't that strong. Not strong enough to be any match for a man. A match for a man. A match for a man. Any man. Don't laugh at me, Tom. It isn't funny. There might be a time when it wouldn't be funny. Lots of things can happen, even in a nice suburban neighborhood. You aren't safe anywhere on the streets anymore. 
created and directed by Ted Bell. In the cast, Grace Matthews, Peter Fernandez, Court Benson, Sylvia Lee, William Griffiths, and George Petrie. Audio engineer, Marty Folia. 